This is episode 33, Championship Preview. Good afternoon. Welcome to Flying in Sports. Where we fly around nationwide talking about what's going on in the sports world. We're your hosts, Joey Polizzi. And Costas Cucunadas. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Flying in Sports underscore podcast. Welcome to our 33rd episode. And in this episode, we discuss the recent head coach hirings, as well as preview the AFC and NFC Championship games. Is Arthur Smith. Falcons. Do the Packers get revenge on the Buccaneers this weekend? And is Patrick Mahomes going to be all good to face the Buffalo Bills? All this and a whole lot more on this week's episode. All right, Kostas, you ready? Let's do it. So since we last time, since we talked, you know, a lot of head coaches were hired. Five, to be exact. And, you know, we'll start with here, Arthur Smith, the former offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans. He is now the Falcons head coach. Do you think this is a good fit? I mean, honestly, first of all, the Falcons decided to go in a complete new direction, clean house. And you know what? This guy seems like a good move. I mean, he's, you know, worked his way up in the coaching staff for the Titans. And uh, Mike Vrabel really liked him and promoted him to offensive coordinator in 2019. And I think, honestly, it's his time to see what he could do with the Falcons. The only thing that I do question is Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator for the Titans. And what did the Titans love to do? Run the ball. They had Derrick Henry there. Falcons, they don't really have any good running back there. Todd Gurley's washed. Um, Ito Smith, Brian Hill, they're nobodies. So it's going to be interesting to see what Arthur Smith does. He when he coming in. I'm going to expect he's a guy, just watching him with Tennessee, he's a guy that likes to run the ball, you know, work hard running the football. And Falcons don't really have that. So, We'll see what Arthur Smith can do if he can turn around. I think the Falcons, they still have a talented roster. You know, as of now, they still have Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst. They got offensive pieces, defensive side. You know, they got some. They got Grady Jarrett and, you know, Aluwa Khan, their rookie linebacker. So we'll see what this Falcons team can do. Uh, They might have, could have, would have, should have in a different direction. But right now, Arthur Smith is a good offensive coordinator. He was, and he's going to bring that to the Atlanta Falcons. So we'll see if that works out there. A really interesting one, Urban Myers for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, Urban Myers hasn't coached in a couple of years, two years, I believe. And when he did coach at Ohio State, he was very successful. He won three national titles with them. And, you know, Urban Myers was well-respected in the college football, you know, uh, organization. So now he goes to the pros. Do you think Urban Myers is going to – He's going to be good in the pros because, you know, sometimes college coaches don't work out in the pros. Well, this is obviously his first time in the NFL. Um, I mean, we're looking at Urban Meyer, man. He was a legendary college coach. He's won with pretty much every team he's coached in uh, college as a head coach. Um, I mean, obviously, Jacksonville decided to go with him because of his reputation in college. And, I mean, I think they believe in him. And I think that Jacksonville, you know, this was a key move for them just because – as of right now, they're projected to get Trevor Lawrence. So I think they want to start out strong with him. So I think Urban Meyer could make a huge impact with the Jacksonville Jaguars, but time will tell. Yeah, and, you know, Urban Meyer, he's used to coaching, you know, young quarterbacks. So we'll see what he does with the Jaguars, what what should be Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick. But now, you know, Urban Meyer, you know, he's been Ohio State, and we can say that Ohio State hasn't produced solid quarterbacks in the NFL, the most recent one being Dwayne Haskins. Do you have concerns that Urban Miles will not be able to develop Trevor Lawrence when he gets to the pros? No, I don't think so. And you know what? I, I'm going gonna, 
I'm going to uh, keep it like this. College coaches are usually used to getting new QBs in every two to three years, in, maybe even every year, you know. And, you know, they have to develop them in the starters. And I think that that's kind of maybe where Jacksonville was going with it, is that maybe developing a really good college coach who's had good quarterbacks in his career uh, while coaching, you know, he might be able to, you know, really connect with Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, coming in as a rookie. And, I mean, I know what you're saying now, where you're saying that it'll be hard kind of for him to, you know, because he, he doesn't really understand the NFL game yet because he's his first time. But um, I think that this might work out, and I think that Urban Meyer is going to do good for Trevor Lawrence. We're 100% what you're saying that, you know, Urban Meyer, he's used to coaching, you know, those young quarterbacks, those college quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence is going to be, you know, he's going to be in a pros, but in his rookie season. So I think, you know, they did hire Urban Myers for that reason, I believe. They know that they're going to go draft Trevor Lawrence. They're, they know that they need a coach, to, you know, who's used to developing quarterbacks. So I think great, great move from the Jaguars. I give them a B for this. I, I do like this hiring. What do you give them? I give them an A, honestly. And I, I've always wanted to see Urban Meyer go to the NFL. Yeah, and sometimes college coaches to the NFL works. Pete Carroll, that worked there. You know, we'll see. Cliff Kingsbury, if that worked out, he wasn't successful in college, but we'll see when the pros. And then the one that didn't work that was very surprising was Nick Saban. You know, he went to the NFL with the Dolphins and coached there for a little bit. Wasn't very successful. And look where he is in college, one of the most successful college coaches in history. So it works sometimes and it doesn't. So we'll see with this one. Now, what other coaching jobs were you, you know, interested to look at and think it's a good fit? Well, honestly, I think uh, all the 49ers, former 49er employees and defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators that left. Uh, I'm talking about the Jets here. Uh, I think Robert Sala deserved his time to be an NFL head coach. Um, I mean, he's proven what he could do to a defense. Um, 49ers were scary even this year and, and that Super Bowl year two years ago now. Um, and even Mike LaFleur, uh, LaFleur who is uh, Green Bay's little brother, the coach's yeah. little brother, um, I do like this, and I think that Robert Sala made a good move by uh, hiring Mike LaFleur as well. I think Robert Sala, when I look at him, he reminds me of a guy that's a leader. And I think that's what exactly. we're going for, a leader. You see him on the sideline in the 49ers games this past season, even two years ago when they made it to the Super Bowl. He's vocal. He's a leader. He was a leader of that defense, a nice defensive coordinator for the 49ers. He moved on to the Jets now. Do I think this the Jets should have went somewhere else? I do believe so. Don't get me wrong. Robert Sala, he's going to be a solid coach in the NFL. But they needed an offensive-minded guy. And you're going to hear me say that with the Chargers later on. But they needed an offensive-minded guy. If they're going to stick with Sam Darnold or they're going to go elsewhere with a rookie quarterback, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, they need someone to be able – to develop those quarterbacks, like a Brian Dable of the Buffalo Bills. They need someone like that. Don't get me wrong, Robert Sala is going to be a good coach, but is this what the Jets needed? I don't think so. I don't know. That defense, if, if Robert Sala can really contribute to that defense, making them a top-10 defense this year, props to him, or in two years, make it a top-10, but I think they should have went with an offensive-minded guy. What do you think? Well, honestly, that's that's something interesting that you brought up. Um, actually, the Jets, like, in their head coach search, I mean, like, all the candidates that they really had were defensive-minded. I mean, they also had Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern. He knows his defense. Uh, he's not really an offensive guy. And, I mean, that's, that's the funny thing because I, I agree with you in the sense that they should pick someone offensively to develop a quarterback because they have to get that offense going. 
I mean, defense will come along, but offense is really important because you need to score the ball. And I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, and I just think I'm at a point where I think offense matters way more than defense does. I mean, look at this year. The Packers played the Rams, and the Packers dominated the Rams from the start. And the Rams have number one defense, but Packers weren't worried about that. So I just think the game is becoming more offense. And I think you need a great offense if you want to compete in the NFL. We've seen it, good defenses. I mean, last year with the 49ers, props to them what they did with that defense because the offense wasn't, you know, wasn't as dominant as, you know, the Chiefs or the Bills this year. But that defense was great, and I think it led them to the Super Bowl. But as you can see, it didn't lead them to a victory in the Super Bowl because I think offense matters, and it's just turning the game of football around. Offense is more important than defense. Yes, sir. Let's move over now. We'll talk about Brandon Staley. Chargers hired him. He's the ex-Rams defensive coordinator. And I'm going to go with the same thing I said about the Jets. I don't know why you hire a defensive coordinator. Don't get me wrong. That defense is good. Nick Bosa, Derwin James. They got the talent on there. But I think if you really want to be a contender next year, you got to worry about that offense. And I think Justin Herbert, great quarterback. And I think if he had a guy like Brian Dable, offensive coordinator for the Bills, if they hire him, Justin Herbert would take 10 steps up in his game and might even be considered a top 10 quarterback after next season because what Brian Dable did to Josh Allen and his game in just two seasons. Now Josh Allen's a top five quarterback in the league. I think it really helped if the Chargers would have got a head coach with an offensive minded. But what do you think about Brandon Staley? Do you think this is a good fit here? Well, he's really young, but I guess they're really trusting what Sean McVay had to say about him. Um, I mean, look at Sean McVay. He was young, and he came out to be a really good coach. But I agree with you. I think just in, in your comparison to uh, Josh Allen, I think Justin Herbert's having a better rookie year than Josh Allen did. And I think he really just needs an offensive mind next to him to develop him and get his game elevated to the next level. Yeah, I mean, this uh, this guy, Brandon Staley, he's only 38 years old. So we'll see what he can do. Now, he's getting a team with the Chargers that's just – they're dominant. They have a load of talent on their roster. And I think what I've been saying since day one, if the Chargers got rid of Anthony Lynn, the Chargers will be contenders next year. And I live by that. And I think the Chargers are going to be in for a good season next year. Now, the last one, we won't go deep into it, but Dan Campbell, he's the ex-Saints assistant coach. He got hired to be the Lions. I don't know much about him. I don't know what the Lions were thinking here, but supposedly Dan Campbell is a leader, was a leader on the Saints. So I guess that's what the Lions were looking for. There's two more head coaching jobs open, the Houston Texans and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Houston Texans, would you want to be a coach, Coach Dust, and coach the Houston Texans? Well, not with everything that's going on. I mean, definitely not. Um, Deshaun Watson is the number one thing for me right now. If I was to, uh, you know, be hired by them, uh, i got to figure out the situation with them. I don't think that relationship is fixable, to be honest with you. I mean, they have, you know – told him many untrue things you know they went against what uh they told him earlier in the season and with the whole bill o'brien thing and uh, it's tough houston texans job is a tough job to take honestly at this point yeah i I don't know anyone that's gonna want that job the other one is the philadelphia eagles they had some interviews they interviewed two cowboys players actually one for sure they interviewed today helen moore the offensive coordinator for the cowboys he just was high or just got an extension, a three-year extension to stay with Dallas. And they also are, ex- are expected to have an interview with John Fossil, the Cowboys 
special teams coach. So we'll see what the Eagles do. Now that situation is also an interesting one because you go to a situation where you got to choose if you want Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts to be your starting quarterback. Your coach coming to the NFL, coaching the Philadelphia Eagles, who would you want your starter to be week one of the NFL season next year? Well, I'm going to consider everything that's happened in Carson Wentz's career. Um, I mean, yeah, he did lead them to that season where they did win the Super Bowl, but he wasn't the Super Bowl winning QB. Um, obviously, he's had a lot of injury prone, you know, things going on. And that's something that's unattractive to me. Um, I get it. He was elite one at one point in his career. He's still pretty good. But honestly, if I'm going to, you know, restart, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. This guy's young. He's determined to play. I mean, he's fought through a lot of struggles in, you know, even his college career. And, I mean, he's kind of proven it, and I kind of want to see him succeed. So I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, there's there's growing um, interest that around the league that Carson Wentz will be the week one starter, depending on the coach, obviously. But that's what people think, that this is going to be Carson Wentz's team next year. I would want to say that this should be Jalen Hurts' team. I mean, he showed enough last year to show that he has potential to be a great quarterback in the NFL. I think what he can do on the ground and in the air showed what type of quarterback he can be. So if I'm the Eagles, I would want Jalen Hurts. But who knows what the coach is. A guy to keep out for is Eric Biennemi, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. We'll see if he goes to one of these two teams. And then offensive coordinator for the Bills, Brian Dable. Those two are some hot names. There's only two teams remaining. So we'll see if they wind up with head coaching jobs. But now let's get into the meat of this podcast episode we got two championship games this week the AFC championship between the Chiefs and the Bills and the NFC championship between the Buccaneers and the Packers what game do you want to start with first coach Toss? um I think let's start out with the Packers and the Buccaneers let's start out with the two GOAT QBs all right Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers who wouldn't want to see this matchup in the NFC championship game as of right now the Packers are three-point favorites, and the Packers really rolled all season long. However, their one big game that they struggled in was week six against none other than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Aaron Rodgers, zero touchdown passes, two interceptions. Now, Buccaneers, they played impressive against the Saints. Their defense really stepped up. Packers, they played impressive as well. Their offense showed that no defense can stop them. Big matchup, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, who you got? I'm gonna. I, it's hard to bet against Brady, but I'm gonna say it's Aaron Rodgers' year, so I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah, an interesting stat. I brought this up in a couple episodes. The MVP quarterback has not won the Super Bowl in the same season since 1999 when Kurt Warner did. There's a curse going on, and you know, I learned something a couple years ago. Do not bet against Tom Brady. Do not. And I'm not gonna bet against him again. I'm not. You're on the road. You're going to Green Bay. It's cold. Tom Brady's used to it. It might snow. Tom Brady's used to it. There's nothing that Tom Brady can't do. And I'm going to go here, and I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win this game when they're going to the Super Bowl. Would you call me crazy? No, 100%. This is 100% not. This is, you know, one of those toss-up games to me. I mean, you have, like, the great offense that Aaron Rodgers has. And then you have, you know, Tom Brady, you know, the man who can get you out of any situation, basically if you're in trouble and you know, he's proved it over the years. I mean, that's why we could call him the goat and this is the toss up, but uh, no, I don't, I'm not going to call you crazy on this. Yeah. I'm going to go with the box. I'm going to stick with them. Now 
it's going to come down to this one thing, you know. It's called defense versus offense. But more specifically, can the Tampa Bay Buccaneers stop Aaron Rodgers? If they can, they're going to win. They did it last week, picked off Drew Brees three times, and held Michael Thomas to zero catches. You're going to have to stop Aaron Rodgers, stop Devontae Adams, and you will win the game. Now, do you think that they are able to do that? Aaron Rodgers, red hot all year long. Devontae Adams, red hot all year long. Can the Buccaneers stop him? I, I mean, honestly, I don't know about stopping Devontae Adams. Uh, that's a very hard task. I mean, Jalen Ramsey couldn't really, you know, he didn't stop him completely. Uh, he's one of the best in the game. Um, and, you know, the Buccaneers' defense, they just got to take uh, advantage of, you know, the O-line that the Packers have, the weak O-line they have. And they just got to jump from the start, pressure Rodgers, make him throw it. I mean, he can't really use his legs. He'll scramble out of the pocket sometimes, you know, try to find someone else. But that's the thing. Get to him. Put pressure on him. Make the game harder for him. That's that's the goal for them. And he struggled last time against his Buccaneers team. 16 completions on 35 attempts, only 160 yards. His Buccaneers defense is the best run defense in the NFL. Their leading carrier in week six was Jamal Williams, 34 yards. They're going to stop this team. And I just think this Buccaneers defense, they're getting hot at the right time. And I like this Bucks team. And Tom Brady is going to make it to another Super Bowl. But the question is, against who, will it be the Chiefs or the Bills? Now, Patrick Mahomes was injured late in the game. Concussion, they said. Do you think Patrick Mahomes will be cleared by Sunday? I don't think there's any way that the NFL would not let him play. That's what I'm saying. There's no way. You know, originally they said concussion. Now he has to go through five steps in the concussion. Then there were, then there were reports on Monday that he already cleared it. Then they said it wasn't even a concussion. It was a neck injury. And the reason why he was woozy after he got up was because a nerve hit his body and made him do that. Now they're saying, oh, he's in the second step of the concussion protocol. There's a lot of reports going around. That just shows you that there is no way that Patrick Mahomes will not be ready for this game. It's just, it would hurt the NFL if Mahomes doesn't go here. It really would. Yep. Now, the last time they met, week six, like the – Buck and the Packers. Chiefs won 26 to 17 because of Clyde Edwards Delaire. He had 26 carries for 161 yards. But that was at a time when the Buffalo Bills, that defense wasn't as dominant as it is now. And I just think the Bills are getting hot. They did they would struggle just a little bit against the Ravens. They only won 17 to 3, but that Ravens defense is good. Chiefs defense is okay. It's solid. It's average. And I look for Josh Allen, you know, they've been doing it all year long. Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs. I look that for look for that to continue in this game. Now the real question is, who do you got facing the Packers in the Super Bowl? Again, I think uh, this is going to be an ongoing thing uh, in the future of the NFL as well. And I'm not going to bet against Pat Mahomes, man. I don't care if he's hurt or not. This guy's an animal. He knows what he's doing. I mean, it looks like he's a vet out there. Um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs here, even though the Bills are red hot, and I do like Josh Allen a lot, and I do like the Stephon Diggs connection a lot. I'm gonna, I can't bet against Pat Mahomes. I'm in the same boat as you. I was always always told not to bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and I don't know if I can do it again. I just look at their Week 6 matchup. Chiefs dominated from the start. They doubled their total yards, and just looks like the Chiefs, they're, they're a solid team, and they're going to hit you hard. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs, and I'm going to have this Super Bowl between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. 
going to be a good game this weekend between both matchups, but I think it could go either way. I think these four teams are dominant teams, and I would be happy with any Super Bowl, any matchup, Bills, Bucks, any of them I would be happy with. So it's going to be a very exciting matchup. And in the case that the Buccaneers do not make the Super Bowl, and I remember early on when we first started this podcast and we were going through the teams, I said the Buccaneers are not going to make the Super Bowl this year. I have them going, but if they don't, I said in year two, the Buccaneers will be Super Bowl champions. So we'll see if my prediction comes true, but this weekend is going to be, it's going to be a good one. Yes, sir. So this will, Can't wait. this will end our 33rd episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at flying in sports underscore podcast, especially for details on our next episode. Check back next week where we continue to talk about the sports world. We're flying in sports and we'll catch you on the next flight.